All right, dun, dun, dun. we we we're doing this a little differently this week, so we're excited. Um, what's up, everybody? Uh, this is our uh, sixth podcast. I yeah, um, and we are so thankful we get to be together this time. It's not on Zoom. Oh yeah, Zoom we... gives us so many issues and so many problems, and so we're just really thankful that we could just do this in person. Definitely, we're uh, up here in the mountains, up here in the Rocky Mountains in Colorado. Uh, animals in the back. We're getting we're getting some good fellowship time going. Yeah, uh, some good music, some music time. Yeah, uh, what we're coming out with Comforter in two weeks. Or two something weeks. Like that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, we're gonna have a we're gonna have a video to go along with it. Um, we just we know it's really gonna be, you know, it's really gonna touch a lot of people. We're really excited for it. It sounds great. Um, and uh. Man, I couldn't ask for anything more than what we've already put down. So yeah, so um, March 29th, um, we will be releasing our song Comforter. Oh yeah, uh, my birthday. It is my birthday. birthday. It is. It is. We yeah. might have planned that. Oh, she some like on that. purpose. Yeah. Well, <laughs> my God. Yeah. Um. So yeah, so we're releasing it March 29th. How old are you going to be? Oh man, I got the math wrong yesterday. I was like, I'm 31, but if I was born in 1990, it's 33. 33. It should be. It should be. I don't know, but I can't remember 31 and 32. So still That's young. I know, uh, young chicken. <laughs> Get it done. Um, yeah. So thank you guys for joining us tonight. Um, we had a miss last week. Um, we've been working on Comforter. We're still working on Comforter, um, but. 
uh, we needed to take a week off just to kind of like um, strengthen the song a little bit. I think you guys are going to really like it. I think it's a it's a really cool song. It's um, got a really really nice chorus that I really enjoy. Um, I'm oh, it really does happy have a chorus. Vocals. I'm really happy with everything the way it sounds, and so we're excited about that. And we just wanted to take some time to work on it, and hopefully, you guys like it. Um, yeah, a lot of people are yeah. going to like this, I think. Yeah. And and it really goes along with our uh, our topic for tonight too. Uh, the song "Comforter" is all about you know giving God, uh, you know, giving God the uh, you know permission i guess but it's like you give him permission but you know giving god uh free reign to to just uh change you and, and wreck you honestly uh and you know this this really goes into our topic really great tonight um it's you know why does god allow pain and suffering and sin and yeah um you know so our song is, is really just is, is it's all about how god comforts us in the midst of that um, but I guess a lot of us have that question, like, why does he even allow it in the first place? Because it's so, uh, it just seems so anti love. It seems anti, uh, you know, all powerful God who cares about his children. Um, and honestly, you know, if you just look at it, I think, you know, I, I've been through a lot of stuff in my life, you know, I'm sure everybody has. But so it's easy to say this, but, you know, if you looked at it through the eyes of an angel or you looked at it through uh, God's eyes and how he views you and how he views us, it would probably surprise us a lot to, you know, realize that he orchestrates this this life for us um, for a reason. And, you know, how can you explain somebody getting raped or something like that? You know, just different things. It's like, well, that didn't need to happen. You know, that was really painful and it just completely ruined somebody's life for a moment and, and different things like that. But, you know, just just to realize, you know, is this the devil wreaking havoc over humanity or, you know, is God allowing it to happen? Is God uh, in charge of this? You know, and I would say both. Honestly, I, this is how God this is how God really set our universe up and uh it might not be the way we think it should be set up, but I think that goes along with, you know, the pridefulness that the devil had when he thought he should be God. And, you know, we know better than God. So we're falling right in his footsteps uh, and he's laughing all the way to the bank. Like, okay, I got him. I got him fooled. You know, they, they really just don't understand, you know, what you've done for them. They don't understand how much you love them they're just going to keep going around in circles and never get anywhere with uh, this theology that I've poured out upon the church. I've poured it out upon the world and they're both going to fight each other, never really getting to the answers that they're, you know, claiming or look for. And uh, there's, there's no solution. And, you know, you know, we really want to find those answers. We want to get to that solution. And uh, so hopefully that's our goal tonight is to uh, kind of run down, uh, some of these, some of these topics and hard things to talk about. Um, yeah, I think I think one of the things that I think people get deceived with is they for or is they forget that they they have this image that God is just only loving and only just this. He's just like this big Santa Claus like 
giant figure mm-hmm. and we forget that um he's equally as loving as he is um uh, you know he has the capability of being uh, scarier than we can imagine mm-hmm. and yeah i was just you know i just think people get that confused that you know like that's one of the uh, arguments right is um is like oh if your god is so loving why does why does horrible things happen and um you know it is a tough question to answer um but yeah 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 i don't know it was just uh yeah i just think it's one of those viewpoints that gets confused um with with we don't see god as equally as uh you know wrathful or scary or um you know we don't see him as this uh this giant we we just he's just everybody sees him as like a giant like santa claus like bubbly figure and uh, that's not just totally that's just not the case yeah i agree with that um and this transverses believers and non-believers across the board it's just what james just said you know viewing god as uh this perfect holy being and then trying to reconcile that with the bad things that happen and sin that permeates our lives is it's really hard for for us to do as humans um we come up with our own science and our own logic but if we look at our own science and logic we can soon realize i think it really follows after the universe's laws and the way god's created the universe we've modeled our own uh systems and things after what god created so you know when it comes to uh, committing crimes and things like that where did we get all of this morality from where did we get okay somebody did this and so they're going to go to prison and if somebody murders somebody they're going to pay for it and and just we we don't even realize i think that we naturally being made in the image of god we've created a system that god basically gave to us to use you know it's almost like we didn't create anything um we've we're just following in our natural uh way of life and so there is punishment for sin there is punishment for wrongdoing in our life and in our theology um you know we can't really (laughs) we can't really make anything up outside of what god's already created as far as a science and laws of the universe so it's it's kind of strange to me that like we we model our entire world around the same system that God is trying to tell us. I have this system. And, and, but, but okay. It's okay when we do it, but when God tells us, I'm going to use the system, then we're like, Oh, wait a second. Oh, that, that, that's not, hold on a second. Uh, that's okay when we do it to ourselves. But when you want to enact that same system of morality over us, it just doesn't really work, you know, for us um, because the evil people don't get punished. Like we think they should be punished in this life and the good people never get uh, redeemed. Like we think they should in this life. And there's a lot of evidence for that. There's people have been living on this planet for thousands of years. And uh, you know, we take accounts of everyone's lives, everyone's current lives. And we're like, well, you know, I'm kind of in the negative here you know, help me out, God. I'm really in the negative. I'm really just feel like I never really, you know, got much, uh, out of life. Um, what were you saying? You were saying good, like the good and the bad people. 
you know, it's, it's funny that our society, we kind of, we, we, we like, we think everybody's good and there's only like a handful of bad people like that. Yeah. Really hell. And, uh, yeah, I don't the know. The Bible is contrary to that, right? The Bible talks about it is no good people. Oh, it definitely. So, um, and this is uh, the professed son of God. Uh, when they called him good teacher, he, uh, Jesus of Nazareth, he said, why do you call me good? No one is, no man is good, or no one is good but God, but God alone. So he was trying to make a point that, uh, and I'm thinking to myself, is this semantics? Cause we all say, I'm, you know, but really, I don't know, language and, and different things like that. A lot of this stuff has a lot of pull on our, on our society and the words that we use. And you just think about the terminology that we use nowadays. It's like, I'm good. Oh, you're good. You know, it was like, why are we saying that as it, as like a placeholder for like, Oh, don't worry about it. This and this. We're not using that language. We're just we're saying things like "you're good," "I'm good," "we're all good." Yeah, I think that's just kind of like where I was kind of beginning yeah. to think was like the perspective from the get-go is is kind of wrong. We're we're looking at um, it's like, oh, why are these bad things happening to good people? And if we realize that you know we're not good people, we we need to live a life. We our sole desires to be um, to live in dependency with god otherwise we do horrible nasty things and make bad choices and that's why um and that's why sin is so important to be talked about yeah and in this context too i think it's amazing to probe this question of like how do i reconcile this with uh the god of the bible and you know a, a god who supposedly loves me and cares about me and still allows these things to happen in my life and it causes a great deal of pain and honestly i you know i'd have to point to just like a, a universal law that i think is uh, been in place since you know man has been on this earth and it's just the uncomfortable truth that we don't have an idea of what good is without a contrast to evil and then I can go from there and say, well, this is, is this why God allows it in, you know, in our lives uh, so that we can have that contrast and it helps us understand how good he is because we're so wretched and the, 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 the sin that's being per perpetrated on the earth is uh, so anti-God. Um, this is how good God is in, in comparison and so we don't, you know, you don't have an idea of what a dark room is without first seeing a light or a lighted room, you know, like mm -hmm. the sun. You don't know what dark is until you know what daytime is and, and vice versa. And, uh, you know, that's pretty, yeah, it's, it's kind of unsettling to, to think about, but God is all powerful and he, he designed this system that we're in. And, and um, I can't really go too much further besides besides pointing that out where i'm like that's kind of weird it just seems so true it just seems so true that god designed it this way and that we all have and at the same time this is the other kicker he gave us free will and this free will the only reason obedience to god means anything is because we have the ability to disobey 
Yeah. And, you know, I just, it's, it's kind of in my brain is short circuiting when I come up with this because no, we're supposed to all just think, you know, be in our little bubbles and stuff. Like we're just supposed to like think God loves us or we think, you know, God is just up there with a magnifying glass burning us, you know, like a kid with a, with an anthill or something. But that's just, that's just so strange to me where, uh, you know, I, I realize, uh, that free will, if we have the opportunity to sin, we usually do. We usually take that opportunity and it's, but for God's grace and God's mercy that, um, we start to learn that we don't have to choose that. Um, we don't have to choose the, the, the evil over the good that we want to put out into the universe. And, uh, you know uh so i, I don't know where i was going with that. Yeah. I, I i totally just lost, yeah, that, lost reminds, that's fine. that reminds me of like paul talking about why he does things why why he does what he doesn't want to do and why he um why he doesn't do what he wants to do i don't know i totally took that um, no i i know what you're saying he it? says he says why do i why do i do the things i don't want to do anymore yeah but you know, like I, I won't do the things that I want to do. You know, like my flesh is battling with my spirit. It yeah, just doesn't that helped matter, me out you know? so much in in my walk with Christ. Was I started because I, I just had so much guilt and shame with like the way I thought and the way that I wanted to. Um, you know, I just wanted to live in sin. Um, you know, for. Uh, you know, even I mean, we we still struggle with sin, but um, I think just hearing that, just like Paul say things like that, like you're reminded that your, your natural, your flesh naturally wants to do what you don't want to do. Um, and so that's why you constantly, you want to be in prayer and you want to be focused on, um, you know, what, you know, trying to align yourself with the spirit. Cause we naturally just want to fall into, we want to do, or we do what we don't want to do. Just, it just seems like it's just like a natural thing. And that was so upsetting to me. And I just remember being like, why do I do these things? Like, um, yeah. Yeah. Why, why do I, like, I want I want to stop drinking alcohol for, for instance, like, why, how do I, why, why do I keep, why do I keep picking it up and, and drinking after I just said I wanted to stop? And, uh, you know, that took, um, it took giving my life to Christ and having him, you know, use the spirit to actually transform my desires with alcohol. And I think that's what has happened with me. Um, I couldn't figure it out. Like I was, I was like, I, I don't want to drink alcohol, but I'm drinking alcohol anyway. Um, and it's destroying my life. And, you know, eventually slowly God's been able to take that desire away from me. And I'm just so thankful for it that I don't have that desire. And I, now I can, now I've seen like, Oh, this is how this works. I'm able to, you know, trust in the Lord that he is actually transforming me into something new, a new creation. And so I can, I can have like literally different desires and different interests and impulses. My impulses are completely different. Now, if I see alcohol, like I have no interest in it. Like you can't, you can't, um, yeah, man. You know what's the word? You can't like uh, entice me with alcohol anymore because my desire for it's not there anymore. Um, and so I think that's something that I'm so thankful that I'm starting to learn in this walk with God. Also, I I agree, dude. Um, 
and and like this is the thing too you'd have to you'd have to like be in that position because i'm in the same position i've had uh that addiction taken away and uh you know it's still there it's still there in the background but you'd have to actually be in that position to understand how much of a miracle that actually is you know to you know you'd have to be me to know how much i used to love it or how much i used to indulge in that sin and to actually understand how much grace has been in mercy has been just bestowed upon me uh through no action of my own and i guess that's where i got off uh on a train of thought there was a you know we we had so we have free will this just you know this still seems pretty detrimental to me you know if you're talking to somebody you know this seems pretty negative it's like well okay not even our not even our minds want to do you know our flesh doesn't want to do what our minds want to do even if we want to do good oh man if we do good we don't get rewarded for it anyways you know the evil people they they just they get uh you know they get away with all this stuff and this and that and i think that's just exactly what the devil wants uh the church to be teaching um and and you know in between the lines sort of um just cookie cutter sermons that don't go anywhere and then he wants the world to just uh continue to believe and be deceived but it's this free will i think that uh just really sets everything and you know puts everything into light um and you know the the realization that through god and his son jesus christ who came to die on a cross for the sins of the entire world you start to see this is the message of the gospel and the realization that we don't have to choose sin we don't have to choose evil we're not of that nature if we accept what god has done for us and we uh accept his son and the sacrifice that he made um and understand who he is you know why he did that and just but why did you create this system in order to just you know do this and this and this i think you have to go around in circles with it like we all do you know just like well you know you have to have the you have to have the free will to choose for it to mean anything and you know then you get back to this and this and this so our free will you know while being like the most uh gracious thing god has given us and we're not robots it's also our biggest detriment um as human beings to uh have that ability i guess you know um yeah yeah you know we we <laughs> i don't know as apart from god i believe i believe everybody has some of the spirit of god in them when they're when they're created um in his image and um it's the conscience well yeah i think it's interesting that you know even like somebody who's not a believer they still to the basic they know like it's like it's like why how do you know that things are good and bad like right like, <laughs> yeah um if somebody you know if if we if you truly believe that your um that your behaviors or your more your actions don't mean anything then you know why why doesn't why don't you just go you know murder that person <laughs> right next to you like um we have we have like we have a discernment like within us i believe um to be able to tell and so i think we have this ability to 
make decisions, um, you know, pretty early. Um, I don't know. I was, yeah. what was I, I was thinking before we get too far into that, I was thinking about, uh, like the story of Joseph, like how much suffering he went into. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it was like, so it's like one of my favorite stories, but Joseph, I mean, he suffered for like 20 years and yeah. it wasn't just like any suffering. It was, mm-hmm. it was, you know, in a dungeon, you know, he's locked up in a dungeon and he's getting, you know, yeah. wrongfully accused for uh, like sexual assault because he, um, a lot of us would have committed suicide. I mean, yeah. Like I, that story alone just gives me so much comfort in knowing that, you know, bad things are going to come at you, but Yahweh is always going to fulfill his plan with your life, like your destiny. And somehow Joseph <laughs> stayed strong through all of that that he went through and just stuck with. He knew God was going to, God had a plan for him. He was going to be um, king someday. And, you know, even his his brothers let him down. They were the ones that sent him into slavery, I believe. And um, yeah. So, yeah, I just, I love that story. It gives me so much hope to know that, um, you know, God, God, the father is always, he's always there. His plan will always come through, um, even through all the suffering, even, even if your life looks nothing like it's supposed to, um, like just for instance, with Joseph, you know, it's like, how the heck did he think he was ever going to be King when he's sitting in this, you know, middle Eastern dungeon, um, you know, he's probably sitting in his feces. Right. And, and, um, yeah, you know, it was probably terrible. And then, and then, uh, yeah, basically he gets accused for, cause he chose, he chose not to sleep with, with, um, I don't know. I'm talking the Potiphar's wife with what Potiphar's wife. I yeah. Think. With the wife, you know, she, she tried to get him to uh, sleep with her and and then he said no um so i'm telling the story terribly terribly but um i no. just know that that story just gives me so much hope to just yeah. stay stay strong and just have faith that you know there is a plan for your life even through all the suffering that um you're going through and and the bible tells us you know everything god uses everything um for good we we must remember that God is good, and that um, He's hard to believe everything. that sometimes. Uh, yeah, I mean, even even the the uh, family lines of Jesus mm-hmm. came from David sinning and sleeping with um, what's her name, uh, Bathsheba. But yeah, Bathsheba. Mm-hmm. You know the fact that God used that sin and yeah. made. There was, a, and then from that, and then from uh, earlier, way, way earlier, uh, there was an incestuous uh, relationship between Lot and his daughters. Yeah, that bore two, you know, two children out of that, out of that experience. You know, yeah, that just blows my mind. I was just like, he wanted us to know this, this is God how I do. From yeah, this is how he, this is how God works. Like, um, that was his bloodline. Solomon was the was a <laughs> was a child from that. Uh, from that sin, from David's sin, 
Yeah. Um, and David was extremely remorseful towards doing that. Um, but that's a whole nother story in itself. Um, just the way that David was able to, um, you know, be considered a man after God's own heart, even though he's done a lot of, he's done a lot of bad things. Um, but the fact that, you know, Jesus came from that lineage of, of that sin just shows you that God will use anything. He, he even, you know, Jesus came from that, um, from that sin pretty much. And so I just think that's, that's a really beautiful story. No, it is. He, he really, it's like, he really wanted us to understand it. Uh, no matter how much we try to disobey and go, you know, you know, just completely just sin in our lives. And, you know, the wages of sin is death. The Bible says, um, there's, you know, that's just where it leads you. And, uh, you know, the fact that God's using that, you know, that we've basically chosen to commit and with our free will, he's also given us. So why are we complaining? Uh, you know, the, the fact that God's able to use that, that pain and honestly, evil things that we've done, um, and still work his plan out through it. He, it's like, he wanted us to know I'm going to, my son is going to be born through that lineage. Yeah. Um, that blew my mind when I, especially, you know, because you look at it and it's, mo- there is some se- sexual sin that goes on where you're kind of left wondering, well, you know, those are those babies illegitimate, you know, those type of thoughts of like, well, you didn't want that baby and this and that. But God was like, oh, I want that baby, you know, yeah, I'm going to let that, you know, I'm going to let that work for me. I'm going to work through that. And it was, it was like he planned it the whole time and we didn't have a choice, but we do have free will and God knows what we're going to do, you know, before we do it and, uh, what we're not going to do. And, uh, I guess, you know, that's the message of the gospel is, it's just amazingly that we have that opportunity to not choose that, uh, that painful way of, uh, of going about things. And, you know, just to go back to that example of, uh, of Joseph, you know, he did everything in God's eyes that was right in yeah. those, in those situations. He stayed faithful that whole time. I mean, even that's wild. I mean, even like, I'm sure. Unless I left some things out, he, he, you know, it'd yeah, be much, a, much know, like uh, I mean, having the opportunity to sleep with. Oh yeah, exactly. A queen, I guess. I guess she was a queen. Um, but having that opportunity had to be hard. Like I'm sure she's, she wasn't ugly. No, I'm sure. You know, he's been in a dungeon for however many years at that point. And, you know, he stayed faithful. He had, he had like the fear of God, I guess is what they would, is what the, the term is. Um, yeah. Instilled in him. Like he did not want it. Like, and that's another, that's another rabbit hole that I usually get, I usually get uh, going down is talking about the fear of God, like um, not seeing God as, as terrifying. That's not what I don't, I don't think that's what the the point is. I think right. we want to live, I think kind of looking at God as like um, fearfully means that you don't want to act in a way that will take, that'll separate you from your relationship with God. And I think that, 
um, I believe that gets built over time with, um, you know, your fellowship and prayer and, um, you start to, you start to build this relationship with, with God and you don't want to, you don't want to act in a way that would separate you from him. And I believe that's kind of like where the fear of the Lord comes from is just being afraid of being away from him. If that makes sense. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. So it's like you're saying there's a ton of power in these things like sin and, uh, you know, the, the ability to obey God. And there's a ton of power that we've been bestowed with to cause certain things to happen. Like yeah. if we say something, we're speaking death or life. Um, if we do certain actions, we're, uh, you know, destroying God's uh, creation or uh, blaspheming God with our mouths. And, you know, God's given us a lot of power for being just being humans. And, you know, we can see what we've done with it over, you know, history. But yeah, um, it's like that power that we have. God also uses you know, for his purposes. And I think it's amazing. We've been given that much power in this life to overcome certain obstacles to show other people it's possible to, uh, you know, be able to overcome pain, uh, you know, the, the desire to uh, obey God and not sin is attainable. Um because I think a lot of people get into that mode too where, well, I'm sinful and they never really get the answers to what they're looking for. You know, yeah. they're, they're in a lot of pain because you don't, you don't live in sin, you know, as a believer, um, to me, uh, without being in a lot of pain, uh, knowing that you're, you're far off from God and, you know, it, he's given us the the power to, to remove ourselves from his from his grace, from his presence. Um, it's nothing that he did. It's nothing that he does. We've done, we've done it ourselves. Um, I guess is what, what I was getting to. Um, and, uh, so it's like, what if, you know, if God loves us, why is he letting us do that? You know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because it doesn't mean anything if we, if we don't have the option to do the opposite. Yeah. So. I think of, uh, yeah, I think of um, the story of Job too. I think, I think everybody should go listen to the Altar Fellowships sermon by Matty Montgomery over the story of Job. I think he absolutely crushes the do. story on that. Um, I mean, I mean, he just said it in ways that like I've never really seen it. Like more and more in just the it's more than just a basic story of somebody suffering and then staying faithful through that suffering. And then, um, yeah, it's pretty wild just being faithful to God. There's so much more to it. I just, in that story in with, with Job, like, you know, he's seen as a, as a pretty righteous, good guy, um, before all this suffering, like he wasn't a terrible guy or anything. Um, but as you read through the story, you start to realize that Job is actually very selfish and he actually thinks he knows it all. And he has this like argument with, with God at one point where, uh, you know, God's basically telling him like, Hey, I'm God. You're not, you're just a person. You're Job. Like, you know, Job kind of 
thinks that he's he's got it all figured out um and so throughout all that suffering he really you know gets so much closer with god and i think that's a that's just the beautiful story is um we know that the devil is just limited he tried every he gave he tried everything with job and still at the end of the story god wins um so, I know. Yeah. So I just, even at the end of the story, it's like, you know, the devil tried everything with him. Um, and it just didn't work. Uh, you know, at the end of the story, Job is even closer to God. And who knows if, who knows if, uh, you know, Job is in heaven or, or whatever, but, I'm, you know, he was just a pretty all right, good guy. And, you know, through the suffering, he was able to really press, he, was really able to press into God and, and um, know God more and God wins at the end of the story. So, um, yeah. Right. That's a, and it gives me a lot of hope, I guess, because I, I start to see how God told, talk to somebody and they had a conversation about the very thing we're talking about right now, which is, you know, do you have the right to uh, do this to my life? Do you have the right to, and the answer is yes, he does. Do you have the right to take this away from me? He just did. Yeah. And he's telling you, you don't, you can't do anything about it. You need to understand who you're talking to. And um, I guess it just gives me a lot of hope because by the end of uh, the story, he's reconciled with God and he gets blessed you know, 10 times over yeah. with a family again and yeah. just all the cattle that he lost and everything else. And the devil has yeah, to walk right. away, you know, basically pouting over it. And, uh, cause that was just, that was the devil's whole scheme was to get Job, who's this really righteous man to curse God. He said, I can do it. I can get him to do it. And, you know, all of his friends around him and even his wife were trying to get him to curse God. And, you know, his wife said, curse God and die already because, and, you know, imagine, imagine hearing that from like the last person you thought would be turning against you. Yeah. And, and you, all his friends were, were basically like, what did you do wrong? What do you like, or you need to earn, you need to do more, you need to do more prayer or something. You need to be, it needs to be, you need more performance to be able to uh, receive blessings and, and. All of it was wrong. Everybody that was. Yeah, they said, they said, what sin did you commit? You know, you must yeah. have some sin in your life, some hidden sin or whatever. You know, what did you do? And uh, so, yeah, I, I mean, but but by all means, we were talking, you just said he was a righteous man. I mean, he, this is the man who made sacrifices for his sons in case they committed a sin. He was that, he was that careful about how he uh, you know, approached God and he was making pre <laughs> preemptive sacrifices in case his sons did something wrong on their behalf. And I mean, as far as, uh, you know, obedient and, uh, you know, religious of a man, I think that's a really good example. And, uh, but there was something else that there was something there's else. Also, there's also a lot of in the story of Job, which is probably like the oldest, one of the oldest stories, um, there's also uh, almost every, every, I, I forget how um, Maddie did the sermon, but it was kind of like 
every question that Job asked God, the answer was pointing towards Jesus at the time. So every answer that everything that Job was questioning during his suffering, every answer was basically answered with Jesus, with Jesus. And, uh, and that always blew my mind too, was, um, you know, this is, I mean, Job was way before Jesus, you know, Jesus came. So I just thought that was just, I just really think it was, if you just read through it, all the answers to a lot of uh, his suffering is just, oh, well, this is pointing towards Jesus again as well. Yeah, that's wild. Yeah. So I really. There's a lot of Old Testament cross-referencing you yeah, can do. Yeah, cross-referencing. That was the word I was trying to think of. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It kind of blows your mind in a way um, how secure the, I don't know how many books are in the Bible right now. Like, I don't, I can't remember, 64 or something. That's something a lot like that. though. Um, but there's so many books. Uh it's like 30 something, I think. I don't know. I should know. In the but Old Testament? Just overall. Oh, uh, overall. But um, it's just so how secure all of these books are. And we can get into that discussion another time, but uh just the validity of our scriptures and uh the evidence that science today has you know given us and man you know if creating a science experiment is having a hypothesis and you know um a procedure and then a conclusion you know that having an experiment um this document passes with flying color beyond flying colors it's just it's beyond flying colors and i'm not just saying that because i'm a christian or i'm a believer um which I don't really know about the name Christian. It's kind of just a, a term that's lost meaning to me. But yeah, <laughs> um, but a Christ follower, um, you know, somebody would say, "Of course you're going to say that because you believe that." And honestly, I've 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 questioned myself more than 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 I can even uh, remember. But uh, I, you know, I honestly, if I could find a, something wrong with this, my sinful nature would run with it. I think, um, in, in my heart and, you know, as a, in my flesh, I know, uh, if it, apart from God and apart from knowing God's love, if I found discrepancies in his word, my flesh would run with it and I would at least live a half hearted life. Yeah on that premise and you know think about the destruction and the death that would come from that uh you know decision to just i'm not going to really follow that anymore because and so the fact that the the scriptures and all like from book to book is just so accurate you know up to thousands of years of uh you know, just the scribes were all they did was, you know, uh, copy different texts, and uh, they found all these books in the uh, near the Dead Sea in the caves over there, and they were like, "Holy crap! We found, you know, we found all these Old Testament books. We found the Gospels. Uh, we found like ten copies of Mark, Luke, John, uh, and oh, the only one we were missing is Isaiah. And then they found Isaiah." And I'm like, well, that was kind of like a cherry on top because yeah. Isaiah and his prophecies are some of the most profound prophecies that you can look at and be like, that happened. That happened. Oh, my gosh. And you start to see 
like 73% or something like that of of Bible prophecy. Oh, is, of Bible prophecy. Yeah, of, okay. of overall prophecy yeah. has come true. You think maybe, you know, you, you'd be a Batman, you know, like yeah. another 20 you know, 5% or whatever would be uh, coming true also. But Isaiah had so many predictions in it that, uh, you know, it was talking about the fall of the Roman Empire and things like that. But to look at that and be like, oh, my gosh, it's the same scriptures. It's the same words. I think, you know, just adds so much more of a uh, armor to our, you know, our faith. Yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. So okay, well, so what we're, so to go back to our topic, yeah, go ahead. Um, I'm trying to answer the just trying to answer that question of, uh, you know, why do why does God allow sin into the world? Um, mm-hmm. And I'm just like I'm just like oh you know most of this, most of this night I'm just thinking like well. Um, that's where faith comes in, right? You get like Proverbs, trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Um, yeah. But then, you know, there's a certain point where I feel like the world is like, faith doesn't cut it, you know, like it might be okay for someone who knows the truth and it's, it's, it's faith, but it, you know, it's all truth and all grace and not one or the other, you know, like, some people it's all grace and there's no truth to it and then or they're all truth and no grace yeah you can't have one without the other and jesus was both of those all all in one yeah all grace and all truth in one package and it was just like they couldn't handle oh my gosh you know he's telling us what we know is true oh my gosh he speaks like he's god oh my gosh you know and uh uh, sorry, I got excited over that. Uh, um, that's good. But, yeah, but, like that. but, but, but for real, yeah. Um, you know, the, the faith, the faith aspect is, uh, usually reserved for those who are already, uh, called to God's purposes or, or who are already, you know, in the faith, uh, because, you know, they have that, uh, zeal about God and, or they've, you know, they've experienced God, you know, once you taste of, you know, once you get a taste of it, you just want more. Um, but there are those who, you know, you know, they get saved and they just fall away and they don't really live, you know, but, you know, their, their lives are just full of pain and, uh, you know, sin brings that. Um, and I think that's, I guess that's the question we want to follow up with, I think is like, you know, well, I don't know, I could go on for forever about the first question, but yeah. like, you know, but are we, uh, uh, I don't know. Are we are we able to use that system? You know, like efficiently as believers, are we able to like take that, uh, and like conform our belief system to? Yeah, it? I think you know? I think that kind of goes into the the idea of um uh of like allowing people to see something different in you being a window um to christ so like people yeah. you know if we live in it we live in it and as christ followers if we're living a different way people are going to notice that right um and so i think i think it's one of those things where um i don't really know where i was going with that but i'm just i'm just trying to like think of 
um, answering that and being like, I want people to just, to just see it. Like they're just going to, they're just going to see it Yeah. when they, when they see me or you, um, you know, I just, I want to, even with this band, I want to build a culture around just people being like, Oh, there's something different. We've seen, we've seen Christians before. Something is, something is different, um, with them. Um, you know, even, even if bad things are happening to me or Luke, I want to be able to, you know, live that life and be able to, you know, you know, we show that we we're still joyful and we're still very grateful for, um, for where we are because we used to be practically dead at one point in our, in yeah. our lives. Right. So definitely um, oh, personally and with the music and stuff. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I think what really helps us pro- propel that, uh, that reality as believers is um, coming to some sort of understanding that the pain and suffering and sin in our lives was allowed and it, it was allowed to build us and to make us stronger. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot of, be- there's a lot of things we don't have control over that happen to us. And people say, well, why does, you know, bad things happen to good people. And honestly, you're supposed to take that and you're supposed to harness it. I yeah. mean, it's hard to hear. Honestly, it's really hard to hear. I know people that have depression. I think I might have it, you know, um, but, uh, you know, I've heard this is going to really blow people's minds or some depression is a selfish man's disease and anxiety is, uh, you know, somebody who has too much energy, but won't do nothing. It's the lazy person's disease. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, well, I have depression. This, Okay, well, what did I say that wasn't true, though? Because most people are lazy or most people are selfish. And to get out of your head and be like, look, God, show me what you what you want me to do. And like, show me how I can get closer to you. And it's just all about being honest, I think, with the Holy Spirit, just coming to him and being like, I don't understand these things. Yeah. But it's it's also having these conversations with people and uh just being like wow the spirit really told me what you said you know it's i i believe that you know i really believe that and then you back it up with scripture and you can just be like wow i have so much faith and hope now um the, you know the iron sharpens iron yeah. you know i'm looking at these scriptures and being like you know uh if, if you just you know I mean, man, there's so much, there's so much good stuff, you know, especially in the information age now where you can just Google something, you know, I can just, I can just put this in YouTube, like, oh, affirming, uh, affirming scriptures and it, it'll be, I'll be out of context, but at least it'll make me feel good. So better, <laughs> you know, but at the same time, those scriptures, we, why do they make me feel better? It's because yeah. I've become uh in tune with them and i met the spirit in me has 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 shown me that this is reliable um these scriptures are true you know i don't know that that's that's really what i that must been my experience as a believer um and one more thing i was gonna say about joseph's life and and i think you touched on it but yeah the uh the fact that it was like 20 years worth of uh just suffering and slavery prison mm-hmm. Just, just not being wrong accusations, being thrown into slavery by his family. Yeah, no, ne- never having peace and never uh, being stable in life or anything. 
And I look at like some of our lives and anybody can take that 20 year chunk and be like, Oh man, you know, just look at the last 20 years of your life and say, man, does that even compare to that? Uh, in my situation yeah you know because i doubt any of it is worse yeah and say look it's possible look what god did look what god did through this person and you see the struggle and be like wow god still fulfilled his he did and 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 the other thing too i was thinking about is usually you know the universe and the laws god set up you know it's i think there's a lot of scriptures to support this too but you know, the energy that we put out into the world is usually rewarded and it's usually rewarded like twice as much, or, you know, if you do good things and you get twice as much back, usually in some other way. And it's really weird sometimes. Yeah. But if you do something bad, you're usually paid back like 10 times as much. And it's this karma, you know, karmic debt that we, we start to like accumulate and, and, and God's system where it's like, I don't know why, but it seems like, you know, I'm getting paid back, you know, for that bad conversation I had earlier or something like that. Yeah. And you're being paid back with that, with that feeling of guilt or, you know, anything like that. And God speaks to us through the conscience and the Holy Spirit and just, you know, really uh, just brings it all home for us. Like we don't get away with anything. Nobody does. Yeah. That's, that's the thing that I have to, I, I, you know, I tell myself all the time, like nobody gets away with anything, you know, no one ever has. So, uh, that's something to be, uh, it's hard to be like, that's comforting, you know, yeah. but like it is, song. yeah, comforter, comforter. but, <laughs> but it also, but it is comforting. It's both terrifying and comforting at the same time. It's like, how can that be? You know, this world's logic is like, no, it's either one or the other. You can't have, it can't be comforting if it's terrifying, but then you just look at how God set up everything and his nature in general. And it's like, oh, you don't really know God then. You know, that's the other thing I would encourage people to to look into is if you think that those things cannot be one and the same, where it's comforting and terrifying, then you might not know who God is. You might you might not know this God, and I would encourage you to ask Him who He is, because He has a lot of different attributes, and it doesn't change anything about you know the fact that he loves you and he loves this world enough to send his son to die for it. You know, yeah. So he's in charge of everything. So that's something to be, you know, proud of. To summarize our topic, I would just basically say that bad things happen on this earth because of sin, either our sin or sin of other people. But we have an answer to that. We have a solution to that. Um, so yeah, I just I just encourage anybody who's like really suffering right now um to you know just hand your life over um hand your life over to Jesus. I promise like it's just you're going to change. You're going to change. It's happened with me, it's happened with Luke. Um and we still have our hard times like even even like this week I was, I was in the hospital cause I was having anxiety attacks, like, like crazy. I, I couldn't sit still. I was like, I thought I was dying. I thought I was going to, you know, I thought I was, yeah, it was just my yeah. it was physical. It was like my whole body was going numb and you know, I still struggle with things. Um, yeah, but 
but I'm thankful we have a solution. Um, yeah, I'm think I'm just that. Yeah, that's just why I want to boil it down to is you know we have. Yeah, you you're not you're not taking you're not giving all that power or you're not making all that an excuse for not overcoming it or you know like you know it seems like we're all piling a bunch of junk in the one spot so we can say that's enough i quit you know this is why i quit going to church this is why i quit praying this is why and it's like man look at the people and and i want to follow the people that don't make those excuses i don't you know I want people who work with that system that God set up for us and who pull people out of the fire and out of the, you know, gutter. Um, and that's, and just realize, man, this is what God wanted to do the whole time. He wanted to have people who loved him enough to obey him yeah. and, and just do his work for him, you know, be his hands and feet. So we, I, you know, we definitely encourage people to just have, just ask those questions and they're tough questions, but, uh, you know, we've been asking questions our entire life, just like anyone else, Yeah. you know, uh, and, uh, you know, thankfully God has revealed some of the, some of the answers we've been seeking and the ones we still have yet to find out, oh man, you know, it's just, it, it's either something that we shouldn't know yet or something that God would gladly reveal to us if we just, uh, just ask him, just come to him humbly and ask him to, uh, you know, remove, you know, uh, you know, repent of your sins and, um, just, just re- ask for re- forgiveness. Yeah. Rewire my brain. God, like, please, that like, I, you know, I'm always asking him like, please just change my heart, dig into my heart, change my heart, change my rewire my brain. My brain, this brain doesn't work. <laughs> I did. And it, yeah, it just causes me pain. And yeah, that's the same with addiction and things like that too, is, you know, God take away this desire, yeah. um, you know, any lust in your life, uh, that's destructive because sin, you know, the wages of sin is death and any sin is going to lead you that direction. Um, just ask God, you know, to give you a new heart, um, a new way of seeing things and just, just see what he does. I mean, just see. It will blow your mind. It, it's, I mean, it's blowing my mind. Just, I mean, I've been just in the last year, I've just been noticing so many different changes and, just the way I see people and the way I, you know, and the way I think, yeah, it's starting to feel like God's giving me his eyes almost to the point to where I'm like, uh, I'm not so angry at people. I'm not so hateful at people. Um, and I'm not so hateful towards myself either. Um, that's a major one. Yeah. I think that makes it, that's a, that's a huge difference. Um, we're running out of time. Yeah. You- <laughs> this is That's really good. cool uh this is really cool that we got to do this in person i'm I hope stoked everybody could hear us okay or if we're even or if we're just talking to ourselves that's okay too i think that's yeah, <laughs> I so think it's it just muted the entire yeah, time yeah i just didn't even realize it oh. i don't know i'm always afraid that there's some kind of technical like tech issue that, yeah. I, that yeah. I missed yeah it's something. just it's just a silent video people still watch it though yeah it's just us talking to ourselves if that happens, that's okay. Um, it's cool. But, I'm, I'm excited. I, I'd be be interested to see you still watched it if it was just yeah. a silent film. Yeah, but it was really cool. We got to be, we're up here in uh, up in the mountains, Black Hawk, Colorado. Beautiful, snowed a little bit. Um, I did too. It's kind of like a retreat. Yeah, away. man. And 
and to spend time gonna work on the song some more Heck uh, yeah. comforter we will be releasing yeah. comforter again on march 29th oh um, yeah go listen to it oh, you can pre-save it oh baby on our facebook yeah uh, it's gonna be free like everything else free 99 yeah. well we got some merch for sale right now if you guys are interested but uh merch. but we, well, we're gonna we're gonna build that store up a little more yeah. soon and uh i don't know uh just look out. I don't know. We got we got a lot of social media out there now, so um, we'll definitely be letting you know what uh, we Crazy what we start doing. We've been doing really well on TikTok. I hate TikTok so I, much. Oh it man, every like that's I, our that's our app. Yeah, I it's it's, for some reason um, we've been doing really well on there, um, and I haven't been posting because I hate that app so much. I don't want to see any of the videos. I hate so any, much any of your guys' stuff. <laughs> screw you guys <laughs> i just i just think it's a bad app it's it such an addictive app um yeah, I, I, uh, because i'm you just keep going from one thing to the other adult male all it just all it just shows me is practically naked women and yeah it does look just, at that doesn't it it yeah. probably has your information and it's just like okay send them female photos so like, interested yeah, so in I women just, i can't i can't oh, i get there. that i'll be stuck on there for hours yeah, um, without even trying, you're just like, oh, yeah, okay. So that's been that's been interesting. We're trying to navigate that. I think we'll get. It. I think it's it's good to it's it's good to be on the social medias that are working, but um, we might have to like have somebody post for us or something. Yeah, I don't uh, want maybe one new. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I don't know if you're out there. If you want to manage our TikTok profile. I would because be, you don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. I want to go on the app. I don't want to be on the app. Yeah, I, I get it. Worse though, we found a lot of followers. I've met some people, uh, other you know, other Christian metal fans um, that like our stuff, and met them through TikTok. So uh, you, you can't know. beat that. Cool. You really can't beat that. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty cool. So yeah, um, well, so great, thank you dude. guys so much for listening tonight. We're really, yeah, excited. totally. Really excited about doing this with mics and doing it on oh man together yeah this blesses us so much and uh we just pray that god blesses you and uh oh yeah do you want to want to say a prayer you want to do it you want me to you can do it man all right yeah that's fine yeah we'll just i i think we're gonna try and start saying a prayer for yeah man after we do our our thing you know uh just to like bring everything home and just realize who we're talking to and who we're talking about you know i think it was just would just be amazing so yeah i think we forgot the last episode but that's yeah we haven't been doing it (laughs) we do it we do it afterwards just me and uh james yeah but uh we we want to pray for the audience and for the people going through some things because everybody's going through a lot of things you know um some worse than others but uh you know god's there god god understands and uh you know the healing is uh available uh it might, it might not be the exact healing we want or think we should be getting at the moment but you know god is faithful to uh his characteristics and so i encourage you to to just ask him for that yeah and james you know james go ahead and all right oh uh father god we're so thankful for uh this evening tonight up here in, in the in the mountains um we're thankful for the opportunity to be able to do a podcast do a show um we're just we're just 
uh, we're just so thankful for everything that you've given us that you've given us as a as this this idea this uh, calling for this band and for this podcast to be able to connect with other people and to uh and to share your good news father um, we're just thankful for i'm just uh, i want to i want to pray for uh, you know anybody that's watching this or listening to this podcast that might be going through suffering that might not understand uh, what sin is or what um, you know the flesh is god i just i just pray that you um invade their heart and 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 just you know come in come into their lives and in a way that they've never seen before um there's so many out there that might be suffering with with addiction or with mental health or um you know depression and they just don't know where to turn to god and i just i know that that you are good and we just we just know that you are the way the truth and the life um and i just pray for the the um the audience member that might not understand some of these things and that may be that you'll you'll come into their lives you'll send somebody into their lives that can answer their questions and um and just be there for them um so god i just want to say thank you again for giving us this opportunity to just share our hearts and learn more about you and 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 your heart and your desires that because that's what we're ultimately here for we want to know what you're doing we want to know your heart we want to know what you want to do in our lives and, and we don't want to live out our dreams we want to live your dreams and um i th- i say all this in your son yeshua's name amen amen thank you dude yeah that was great yeah that was that was really i loved it that was good as usual yeah so next friday night um we will be having a guest on our show that's gonna be really excited about um so you guys should definitely check out next next friday night um it's gonna be a really cool cool guest that we're really excited about having on um just uh yeah just sneak peek we're gonna be talking about porn addiction yay yay (laughs) it's pornography for those who don't know what porn is yeah i mean he wrote so um so we're going to be speaking with a a man who runs a ministry for that so um so yeah so next week it'll be really cool so check that out until next next week yeah love you guys love you guys thanks for thanks for tuning in